Hello listeners this is Mindful Talks podcast welcome to the very first episode of Mind Your Business in this series we will be featuring people from different domains on different levels and on different stages of their businesses life cycle we have a very special guest today William Rush the CEO and founder of Stack a crypto investing platform designed to make modern finance approachable to teens Stack is reshaping the entire generation's approach towards digital assets, NFTs and blockchain technology. So over to you Will. How's it going? Thanks so much for having me. Hi. Hi. So I uh, hope you're doing fine uh, today Will. Doing great, doing great. Excited to be Absolutely. here. Great. So Will, uh, tell us something about um, yourself, how you started this uh, um, you know how, how you came up with this idea and how you started this uh, company. Yeah. I mean, so I've spent my whole career in in finance and and fintech um and pretty much um almost exclusively in securities as well. So I've worked with Charles Schwab and TD Ameritrade and E-Trade and Scott Trade and all the trades of the world. <laughs> yeah. Um and through all that experience, it was abundantly clear to me that um sort of two things were happening at the same time. Number one, was that there was still a majority of the world that still didn't get involved in investing um and you know once you're on the other side and and you begin to invest you realize that just parking your money in an investment vehicle no matter what vehicle it is it can be a mutual fund it can be the stock market it can be a you know a treasury bond it can be crypto um but any investment outpaces inflation whereas putting your money in a checking account a bank account um it means that your money is literally going to depreciate in value um and so i wanted to be a part of getting more people involved and then number 2 was there were a lot of companies like robinhood and acorns and some really great businesses that were democratizing access um and so that that was obviously a really great thing they were giving more people opportunities to trade and trade at really low dollar values so that they could get involved in investing but education really hadn't made as much progress and so at this cross section of education meets get people involved in investing um you know that's kind of where we started and you know we we made probably two meaningful pivots um but the whole time we were very focused on young people because we knew that our biggest influence could come with the young sector of the market and so that's really where we live now. Now we're um you know obviously in the crypto space which is a really fun place to be building um and obviously you know being first to team crypto for the first authorized team crypto exchange in the United States um which is which is super exciting. Um you know with it comes of course a a number of new challenges and things to work out and you know some parents get heartburn just when they hear that you might want to give their teenager <laughs> some crypto and so you know you have to give them the message that you're the good guys that you're doing this because you genuinely want to educate and help and um you know take a lot of those lessons to crypto absolutely and how tough uh, was it like uh, you know allowing allowing a parent to you know enter this into crypto market like uh, allowing the kids uh, to enter in this uh, market it was i mean the so in the united states if you want to attach yourself um if you want to attach your fintech company to under 18 year olds you do something called a utma account which is the uniform tax transfer to minors act 
And what a UTMA account really does is it allows sort of two things. One, it allows a teenager to co-own an account with their parents. Um, and so a parent can basically sit in the passenger seat, if you will. And just like we teach teenagers to drive cars, um, it sort of teaches them about finance and, and the financial system. And then number two is a UTMA account has a lot of tax advantages um, and is really built to transfer wealth to your teenager. And so for us, that means, um, you know, asking the question of what is the UTMA account of crypto, which really kind of nobody had had broached yet. Um, and so that part of it was definitely difficult. It was, um, you know, it actually continues to, I think that the bigger we get and the more customers we get and the more interest we get, um, you know, of course comes people kind of peeking under the hood and making sure that we're doing things the right way and um, making sure that we have all the right compliance and regulatory items. Um, but we took a really, really conservative approach with all of that from the beginning, knowing that our customer base was young people and parents. Um, and so I think we're, we're really confident that as we continue to sort of get a, a spotlight shined on us, um, that, that people will hopefully, you know, realize that we're the good guys and, and we're here to do things the right way. Very well. All right. And like, if I ask, like, who inspired you to get, uh, you know, to, to this idea, like, I'm sure it would have been hard to convince a number of people. And so who was your, uh, you know, biggest backer who, uh, you know, backed up and, uh, you know, was very much ready for this idea along with you? Yeah, well, I mean, the first one will be kind of corny, but um, <laughs> my first investor was actually my dad, you know, he, um, my, my dad's not not tremendously wealthy by any means, um, but he wow. he has a fifth generation family business mm -hmm. and it's it's a very old school business. It's a warehouse business. So tech to him is like a different language, um, but he's definitely been, you know, my supporter from day one certainly growing up watching his work ethic, um, you know, and, and sort of setting an example, like I'm sure many founders out there, um, you know, he's been incredibly influential. And then I'd say, you know, like who really legitimized our business and really allowed us to go do some amazing things um, was really our, our first venture backer. And that was Madrona, um, which is a big venture capital group up here in Seattle. And they were, they, they're made famous by doing um, the early rounds for Amazon. Um, and so obviously, you know, they've had some incredible investments. They led um, some investments in Redfin, which is like the real estate app, Rover, the dog walking app. Um, they've done uh, Aptio and, and a number of other companies. So um, they know our space and, you know, I think they're big champions of, of the best Seattle startups. And so for us, that really allows us to kind of go build and go put our heads down and make sure that we're doing something thoughtful. And they've been really awesome partners. Right. And I'm sure uh, the, the app is currently doing pretty well, but is there something still that you would like to achieve through this application or some upcoming features that you would like to, um, you know, let us know in advance to uh, the listeners of this podcast? Yeah. Oh my gosh. There's so many things. <laughs> I mean, there's, um, there's so many things to accomplish. We're so early in our journey. Um, when we launched our mission was how do we launch to just be the best place for a 15 year old to go buy Bitcoin, 
right? right. So we wanted to keep it really simple. We wanted to create a user experience that was low friction. We know that teenagers today are on their phones all the time, are using technology from day one. And so their attention spans are really low, right? You can um, theoretically probably only win a couple of seconds of a teenager's day. And so if we could have them even just checking our app to see how their cryptocurrency is doing um, or adding a little bit of money once a week and buying something, that was kind of the behaviors that we started off with. Mm-hmm. The next thing to, to sort of give a peek to um, to the listeners of what's coming next is we are doing a complete overhaul of the education part of our app. And we know that for teens and parents, uh, a lot of parents and, and teens alike don't even understand what blockchain is. Right. Um, they don't know what Web3 is. They have never approached crypto, especially if the parent doesn't invest in crypto themselves. Um, and so we can do a lot of good through education. And we have been testing teenagers and parents for the last year um, to make really, really thoughtful education content. We said, you know, how long can we actually get their attention? Um, you know, and and so like, you know, is it is it minutes? Is it 30 minutes? Is it 30 seconds? Um, you know, and then how does it look appealing to them? Can, should we make it look like a social media feed? Should it look like Instagram? Should it look like TikTok? Um, and then beyond all of those things, I think the other things that we've asked ourselves is, is there something to actually letting somebody earn for educating themselves? And so our platform is a subscription fee platform. It's $3 a month. So like the price of a cup of coffee. Um but you can actually earn 100% of that $3 back if you take an educational module every day. Okay. And so that's us just doubling down on you wow. as a parent paying $3 for our app every month is basically paying for an extracurricular activity, right? It's, it's an activity outside of school that is educating your child. And if they fulfill that obligation, you actually get it for free. Right. Um, and so that's, that's really like kind of where we're heading is focusing on education. And then we also know that parents want to learn themselves. Right. And so parents exactly. can actually access the exact same, um, content that our teen users can. True. And I'm sure you must be having uh, so many users where, uh, the actual teens are more using your app fluently than the parents. And, uh, I'm sure the parents are also learning from your app. Yeah. I, you know, famously there's a, a parent that I interviewed who was an early user on our app and um, they, they were laughing because on our, our website, we say, um, be your teens co-pilot. And they said, well, I think um, my teens, my co-pilot. <laughs> right. Right. Great. And um, now tell us something about, uh, you know, yourself when uh, you were young, like, uh, did you always wanted to, uh, you know, launch a business or you had some vision of working to a, you know, a, a, a big company uh, what, what were your thoughts early out there? Hmm. I mean, I think we all get so caught up in like this Steve Jobs story, you know, <laughs> we, we think that like, you had to be the 12 year old that was taking apart the living room TV um, in order to be a founder. And I don't think that's true at all. I mean, I don't think that I had um, any idea really what I wanted to do when I was a kid. I was certainly interested in sports and, and I actually really did have a passion for education early on. I thought maybe 
Um, being a teacher would be something that I would explore. Um, So I think there's always been a a passion there. But I mean, being a founder, I, I think it comes out of a couple of things. One is having an idea that you're really committed to that, you know, if someone paid you $0 a year to go do, it would still motivate you to make something special. And so for me, that's always been, you know, financial education. And then I think the other piece of it is just, um, you know, a a want to really challenge yourself and and optimize for self-growth. And, you know, I did a corporate job for a decade before, you know, I ever even really entered the startup world. And, you know, through that corporate job, which, which, you know, I'm super thankful for, and I think was an amazing body of experience for me. And I learned a lot. Um, but, but I just realized, I think within me that I wasn't, um, you know, really, I I was a creative thinker. I I really wanted to go flex that creativity and that was really important to me. And that was what was going to get me up, um, out of bed in the morning. And so startup naturally is is sort of the place that you can go flex those muscles, I think is as openly and freely as possible. Absolutely. And, you know, crypto market is quite like flexible, uh, like quite, quite uh, fluctuating market. And uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> um, sure, uh, like, I, I just wanted to, uh, you know, know how did you manage uh, the downfall of the crypto? Because, you know, when, when <laughs> yeah. it, came, it was like shooted up in the stars and now we had a downfall and it's like, uh, what what is your uh, thing on that? Like, is it stable now or will it increase again? Yeah, I mean the the crypto market. Um, depending on how you how long you've been in the crypto market, there is I think like you know the the seasoned vet, if you will, and there there really is no seasoned vet in crypto. It hasn't been around long enough, but um, you know those that have been in the space for call it five or more years, um, you know, have seen a few of these downturns and have gotten used to them and understand that this market especially in a budding market like this. I mean, imagine investing in like an internet company in the late 90s. It's something that you know is going to go through a couple of periods of boom and a couple of periods of bust. And if you believe in the long game, if you believe that people are going to go build technology on the blockchain and that it's not only going to be crypto, it's not only going to be the metaverse, it's not only going to be NFTs, it's going to be things that we can't even imagine right now. If you believe in that thesis, then you invest for the long term. And that's where I've always been. I mean, I, uh, I put some money in Ethereum in, um, in 2015. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's one of those things that you always wish <laughs> you put more in at the time. But um, ever since then, I've seen a few booms and busts. And, and us as a business, I'll, I'll be, you know, frank, and this is very fortunate for us to be able to say this, but I think the um, the downfall couldn't have happened at a better time, actually, because now our users, we you know, our, we just launched very recently. Our users are getting in at probably pretty close to the bottom of the market, um, and that's sort of the general sentiment here. And so, you know, the possibility of our users to go have a green portfolio in you know the next um, you know twelve eighteen months when you know i think there there will be another upswing that is and it certainly isn't financial advice but um you know that i think is a really cool story for us to hopefully be able to tell pretty soon and and so i think our timing is actually um you know sort of at the right point so right now you can say that this is a a a good time to start uh you know investing into cryptos 
um, uh, and then you know be a part of future, right? Yeah, well, so I think so. I don't know if you there's there was a Bank of America study that um, came out uh, I don't know maybe a month or two ago, and it said that ninety percent of Bank of America customers that didn't currently invest in crypto plan to make a crypto investment in the next eighteen months. Okay. which is pretty powerful. I mean, that's, that's crazy. That's like, you know, I, I think for me, I think that that says like mass adoption, you know, that says like, you know, the next upswing will probably be a, a lot of mainstream investing instead of, you know, sort of this like speculative group. And so I, I, I do think that um, especially our user, a teenager can afford to take on more risk right now and they can afford to get involved in a speculative market like crypto and they can absolutely benefit from learning about blockchain and the technology behind crypto because that's where they're going to get jobs that's what they're going to study that's what they're going to build companies eventually in and they're going to create the future for web3 and crypto and so understanding it earlier in their life i mean imagine if you had gone to coding camp 20 years ago when you were in high school um you know it'd give you so many benefits absolutely it does it does and so if i ask like what uh, has been your biggest accomplishment uh, so far with this venture what would that be i mean you know we're, we're we're still certainly a very early company but um i think if we never made one dollar right and there was no financial outcome for any of our employees and people didn't like our app and, and just everything went wrong right we could still walk away with pretty full hearts based on one thing and that's that we have gone into um over a hundred high schools now and we've put on a financial literacy workshop which is you know teaching high school kids about not just crypto, but you know, personal finance and um, and how checking accounts work and how investing works and you know how everybody tells you to get a great job and save it and eat ramen noodles and um, you know and and that's how you build wealth. But it's really not how you build wealth. How you build wealth is you get multiple streams of income. You right. make money from multiple different places and investing is the side hustle of millionaires, you know, and then um, some of my investors don't like when I, when I advertise, you know, that that tagline, but I think it's true. It is so true. Um, you know, the people that invest at high levels, it's the easiest side hustle you can have because you put money somewhere and it goes to work for you. Um, and so, you know, that's, that's obviously a big part of my mission, but just going in and, and talking to high school kids and being able to make a difference that way for us, um, is everything. So that's, that's, that's probably what I would list as our, our number one accomplishment so far. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. So, uh, I'm, I'm sure there are other companies offering similar services like Coinbase and Robinhood and like crypto.com itself. So, uh, apart from the user age difference, what is, uh, the key thing that you offer, uh, which we, yeah. you would say is not uh, in any of the other and uh, and and most of the teens or the young generation is more into like whether it is the um, the UI of your application, uh, the flexibility of uh, the pricing model. What what is it? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, obviously we're we're the only one authorized for under eighteen year olds, and so that. Um, you know, you basically, you know, unbeknownst to a lot of people, not to scare anybody, but if you're on Coinbase and you're under 18 or you have an account for your kid, you're actually 
um, breaking the law because it's they, they actually don't in their terms of service. The first mm -hmm. line in their terms of service that nobody opens up says you have to be over 18 to be on our app. Um, right. But beyond that, the, wow. the, the two keys that I would say is number one, we are building a foundation around education. And if you go to Robinhood or you go to Coinbase or you go to any of those apps, I can guarantee you that the author of their educational content is an intern. <laughs> and it's because they don't care. They, they think it's something that they need to put on the back burner. It's something that, um, you know, gets low engagement and they don't want to invest their time into making it engaging. And so for us, we have really embedded a foundation from day one around education. So that's one key thing. Um, and, and thoughtful education, right? It's so like, not just like, hey, go take a quiz about crypto. Like nobody wants to do that. <laughs> you know, our, our app is, and where it's going is a lot about just in time education. So right before you're about to buy Bitcoin, you know, learn about it for 30 seconds because that's probably what we can actually win with the teenager. Um, you know, doing some things like that. And then also, again, rewarding you for educating yourself so that you're actually earning money, right? It can be basically a side hustle of your own. Um, and so those, that, that is definitely one key differentiator. And then the second one is that we're subscription-based. And there is no other crypto platform that's subscription-based right now. Um, there's a few premium options on, on Coinbase, and I think Robinhood might have one as well. Um, but they're like $100 a month, and they're for people that are trading all the time. Our app of $3 per month to be um, a subscriber is, for us, I think the right approach. And it's because we want investors to long-term hold. And so we can't make more money based on volume. We don't want to charge people for the amount that they're trading because we don't want them to trade a lot, right? right. Um, and so when a business like Robinhood makes more money, the more you trade, that means that they're always going to incentivize you to day trade. But day trading is not a good strategy. It's proven time and time again mm -hmm. that that strategy will be a losing strategy compared okay. to passive investing. And so um, for us to walk the walk, the subscription fee platform revenue model is, is really, I think, um, a, a clear differentiator. I mean, people need to understand that nothing is free in this world, you know, and, and if an app isn't charging you any money, they're probably doing some back-end dealings that is actually costing you other ways. Um, and so for us, we're very transparent. You know what you pay. You'll never pay any other fee on our app other than our, our subscription fee, and it'll never change. And so it's very clear exactly how we make money. Um, and, you know, I think that goes into ethics and that goes into a lot of different things um, in sort of an opaque financial world. Definitely, definitely. And in terms of like security, how uh, secure does parent uh, feels when they, uh, you know, their self-register on the platform, they allow their teens to register. Uh, what have you done in terms of security? Yeah, security in crypto is like the, um, you know, the, the the biggest buzzword, right? It's 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 the, probably the number one worry of our entire parent group is is my kid going to be safe if they get involved in crypto? Right. And we have made some top of the funnel decisions. Um, to really make sure that our platform is the most secure platform from day one, right? Um, and so what we did was we said, let's do two things. Let's control the coins that we put on our platform. So we only put coins that have a really high volume and that are the most popular coins in the industry. Um, 
And so that just kind of takes off like some of the meme coins and the speculative coins and really focuses on the things that we think are going to last. Mm -hmm. And then number two is we also, um, we don't do off-platform transfers. Okay. And why that's so important is off-platform transfers is where 98% of all crypto fraud and scams happen. And how they how it happens more often than not is someone reaches out to you on the internet, on Discord, on your social media, and they pretend to be a friend or they pretend to be somebody else. And they say, hey, will you send me your digital wallet password? I want to go send you $100. And you'll send them their password and then they'll extract all of your money. And so if you cut that entire operation off, meaning no one can actually transfer money out of your wallet anywhere, it can't go off our platform, it keeps everything incredibly safe and incredibly secure. Um, and so just that one decision, you know, which is certainly a decision that allows us not to have as much capability as some other platforms, but it does keep our users really safe. And we think that's more important. True, very much. And when uh, I, I, I have a question out of curiosity um, you know when when a child earns money out of crypto uh, how does the tax uh, thing gets managed uh, is it like billed to the parent uh, account or how how do the parent or child takes uh, care of the taxation part this is the best part and it's actually i think probably the most um underserved part of our marketing messaging right now and we need to do a better job of getting out there with this but if you make as a child user if you make less than twenty three hundred dollars a year in gains you do not have to even file a tax return you pay zero tax and that is based on how a utma account is accepted by the irs um and so that's a really huge advantage right i mean if Let's say you earn two thousand um, dollars in your parents' account on Coinbase. You'd pay thirty percent, you know, probably based on whatever your parents' tax rate was. But if you earned it on our platform, you would pay nothing. Oh, you would pay wow. zero dollars in taxes, and so that is really cool. Um, you don't even need to file anything now. Once you get past that threshold, that's when you know. And I, I you know, you can probably imagine. I don't think there's a lot of teenagers that are making more than twenty three hundred dollars a year in gains. Um, but if they are, the theory, the IRS's theory, is that that's actually really a parent just trying to hide their money in a child's account, and so that's where they they um, make you pay at the the parent's tax rate. Um, but under that threshold, um, you know, which we imagine will be, you know, all most of, if not all, our users, um, I think that's a huge advantage. True, true. I, I think this this was a great, uh, uh, you know, session, and we got to know uh, a lot more uh, about your application. Is there any other thing that you would like to share uh, to our viewers, uh, uh, to the listeners of this podcast? I would just say, you know, if you if you know teens or parents that are looking to even just be curious about Web3, tell them to check us out. Our website is tristack, T-R-Y-S-T-A-C-K dot I-O. Um, and, you know, would love uh, you guys to check it out. Right now, we're still running a private beta. Um, we had a wait list of about 6,000 users that were kind of slowly onboarding onto our platform. Um, but if you sign up before the end of the year, we're actually giving the platform for free for six months. Um, yeah. So jump on there, check it out. No strings attached. Uh, make sure you like it and, um, and would love to see you in there. Oh, wow. That's a steel deal. 
thank you so much for that information so overall it was a very informative session will and i'm sure our listeners will learn most out of that uh, especially our teen listeners so thank you thank you so much for your time and uh, we uh, wish to talk to you soon